When it's all said and done. When the pads are all packed up. The refs have packed away the whistles. And the parking lots are empty. One show with three obsessive fans still want to have their say. And because this is Triple M, and because we really don't give a rat, we say, why the hell not? Rugby league. Please welcome A.H., Chris and Rose. We are in for something special tonight. This is the back row. Footy from the cheap seats on Triple M. Roosters winning against the Parramatta Eels. This is a week of comebacks, but uh, no luck there for the Eels. <laughs> Big thanks to the Triple M call team. Dan Ganane, Gordon Tallis, Ryan Girdler, Billy Harrigan and Brent Reid on the sideline. Good job, boys. This is the back row with AH Chris and Rose. We're just three footy fans suckling on the nutrient-dense mother's milk <laughs> that we call mm. Rugby League. And a happy Mother's Day to all. I'm AH Kaylee. Chris Gale, the mother of invention. How are you going? Happy Mother's Day to my mother, Lee Gale, AH. How am I going? I'm going better than the hapless eels who put up less fight than apparently Luke Brooks might have at the Balmain Workers last night. <laughs> That's how I'm going. <laughs> We're off already. <laughs> Andrew Rose, the uh, virgin mother. How are you going? <laughs> Good, thank you, AH. It's been a solid weekend of rugby league, a lot of exciting games and comebacks, and also it's Mother's Day. Hello to my mother, Margaret. Oh. Very nice. Look, tonight we're going to be chatting about the extraordinary round that we've just had. Uh, a lot of upsets, unexpected wins during round 10, Indigenous round. The continuing cocaine aftermath, which mm. is also the name of my new metal band. <laughs> and a few suggestions for how the uh, NRL could actually get fans to ANZ. Uh, and we want to hear from you. Have you got a good story about rugby league and your mum? One triple three five three. And we'd love to hear from any mums out there too. Keep listening to Triple M. On Triple M. That's right, with AH, Chris and Rose. We're fans of Rugby League. We're fans of mums. I'm dubbing this segment Mumby League. (laughs) (laughs) Boys, do you have any nice Rugby League memories about your mum? What about you, Rose? Well, uh, my mother, my family used to always watch Rugby League when I was young, but my mum is a particular fan of the uh, breakaway in Rugby League. When a player gets through the line and they're running towards, that's when my mum will start paying attention to the game and spark up and just start yelling, Go! Go! (laughs) Run as hard as you can! Mum, you go for the other team. Go! She doesn't care. She just wants to see someone break away. Oh, beautiful. (laughs) What about you, Chris? Well, my mother, I think, also is a rugby league agnostic AH, Mm -hmm. but uh, she did knit me my first piece of merchandise, which was a Tigers scarf. Wow. Which I had on me when we won in 2005. Mm. And she also decorated my childhood room, orange carpet, black bedspread. So I was basically sleeping in a Tigers jersey. Wow. Wait, weren't you a... I thought you were a Balmain boy. Have I yeah, got this wrong the whole that's time? That's correct. Yeah. Tigers, yeah. Right. Balmain Tigers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Black and gold. <laughs> never Bal- Balmain magpies. Wait. Right. Whoops. I'm Are you gold, from Balmain, Chris? Oh. <laughs> you liar. Wow. Um, <laughs> I will say, though, the day I moved out, the next day stripped the room clean. Right. No right. shrine to the departed son. But you have to be careful when you do um, connect your mother to rugby league. I had a very good friend of mine we won't name him, Stephen. And <laughs> I was his MC at his wedding speech. And so I was able to see his notes as he was going through his you know, speech. Mm-hmm. And I could see what he was saying and they were replicated in the notes. And he got to talk about his mother. And he said, my mother is like a Bradley Clyde figure. For you youngins, Canberra, Queensland, Australian, great. He said, prepared to take the ball up the middle and do the hard yards on behalf of the family. <laughs> He got big laughs and saw that as the cue to start ad-libbing. Oh, no. I kept seeing the notes, and the notes no longer bore any relationship to what he was saying. 
He reached the crescendo, said, thank you very much, sat down, forgot to mention the new wife. Oh, no. You never come back. And if there's one bit of wisdom I can impart through this show before they turn us off, it is when you're speaking at your wedding, remember to, me- to talk about your wife. Oh, let's talk about your wife. Well, look, my mum, to be honest, I'm not sure that my mum really knows anything about rugby league. She doesn't have an interest in it. However, for the, I've been talking about rugby league on the radio for, what, three years now, and she's tuned in to every single show oh, regardless. Bless. She must have, hey, mum, you must have no idea what we're talking about here, but I promise you it's all very clever. Um, that's and, what they do. That's what mothers do. Yeah. They support. God bless them. God yeah. bless mums. Uh, we want to hear your mother rugby league story, if you've got one, if you've got a mother of a story about your mother. Nice. Um, I'm going to stop now. One triple three five. Three. This is the back row on Sydney's Triple M. The back row on Triple M. Yes, this is the back row with AH Chris and Rose. <laughs> This is us, uh, and it's Mother's Day. It's a rugby league show. We're talking about Mumby League. Uh, Van called in on one triple three five three. Van, what's your story about your mum and rugby league? Yeah, well, um, I've been in these uh, tipping comps for a number of years, and I've won pretty much nothing. And I, <laughs> and I introduced, I introduced um, the tipping comp for mum. Um, uh, my friend ran it, and in the first year. Um, Lo and behold, she actually won the team, oh, yeah. won the competition, and and she won a TV, a fifty-five inch TV, and um, amazing, wow. yeah. So, and since then, I still haven't won anything. But, uh, You're not bitter, Van. Are you? You're not bitter. Oh, yeah? oh no, no, no! Not Does she let you watch the TV yeah. van, or <laughs> do you get like a ten inches as a finder's uh, fee or something? Yeah, there's a, a small window, half an hour, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Goggle box. Yeah, so. <laughs> Good on you, Van. Good on you, Van. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Van. And uh, we've got Michelle on the line on one triple three five three. Happy Mother's Day, Michelle. Thank you very much. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, really, Good. really well. Oh, thank you. I'm 50, 55. I, I'm a oh, level you don't three sound coach. a day over twenty one. <laughs> oh, thank you very much, darling. I'm a level three coach, level one referee. In wow. Class. Awesome. Um, yeah, I love rugby league, and I take my 21-year-old daughter to the Tigers games, which is pretty bad at the moment. Wow. And I embarrass her. I embarrass her totally, and I love it. Were I love it. I'm vocal, I'm loud, and she hates it. Good. Were you, were you at the Rabbits game on Friday night, Michelle? It's funny. It's the first game I've missed because I'm very depressed at the moment. <laughs> right. and, and that makes sense because it was so empty yes. out there. I'm sure I would have heard you otherwise. <laughs> That's, right. That's exactly right. I'm very depressed at the moment. We're not going very well. It's not very good. Look, so. Michelle, I'll keep trying to fly the flag for the Tigers, and I'm sure we've got greater uh, days ahead if we stay on the bus. And, Michelle, I'll make sure to keep making fun of the Tigers as much as possible to fuel that passion. Thank you very much. Thanks so much. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Day, Thank you. Bye-bye. See ya. This is The Back Row with AH Chris and Rose. Shortly, we're going to be talking about the unbelievable round that we just had, Indigenous round. It was a round of upsets and Mm -hmm. comebacks, so much more. Um, So hang around. Triple M. Having a great Sunday night. If you're a mum, I hope you hope you're having a great Mother's Day night. Um, look, it was Indigenous. Oh, sorry, this is the back row with AH Chris and Rose, but Good. that's irrelevant. Well done. Uh, it was Indigenous round this week, and what a round it was! Yeah, so crazy. a lot of teams looked quite different mm. in their uh, Indigenous round jerseys, and they sure played differently. Didn't they? <laughs> look, let's start with Super Saturday. Um, what an amazing trio or triptych triple header of games that was a triple header. Panthers had a tough one against the Warriors, came back to win 36-28. The Titans beat the Storm wow. 38-6, which is the record highest losing score. Yeah, uh, And then the Broncos also came back from behind to beat the Sea Eagles by 10 points after trailing for most of the game. It was a home game against the Broncos in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. 
the Manly home game. That's weird. Yep. And then today's first match, moment of silence, the Knights beat the Raiders. How, yeah, there how you go. good is that? Yeah. Boys, what is going on? That's I'm good so, for football. I'm so excited. Brownie. Yeah, it was a, it was a round of comebacks, and and uh, you know we do if a lot. I wanted of... my comeback, no, never. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, we normally do a jersey watch here, uh, but I will say this: I like Indigenous round. I think a lot of the jerseys yeah. are really creative and really really cool. The one issue, which happens in a lot of rounds, that I noticed happened a lot this weekend, is two teams playing each other with similar jerseys. Right. right. So you yep. look at the Warriors. Uh, Panthers game, the jerseys were almost... It's like two friends who are going to a party and neither of them have called ahead to see what the yeah. other one's wearing. And they get to the game and they're like, oh, you're... Oh. Yeah. It, it, this is really embarrassing. One of us is going to have to change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You got shirts, I'll go skin. It's yeah. funny you should say that, Rose, because I was watching that game, but I had to have the audio turned down uh. and I cheered the Warriors on to an incredible comeback from victory being down 28-6 <laughs> at halftime, only to learn that, in fact, it was the Penrith Panthers. <laughs> Very confusing. It, sometimes it goes a little skewer though, because the Tigers jersey and I was out there. Hi, Michelle, again. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, and their Indigenous jersey was explained by Captain Aaron Woods during the week, and it had a lot of circles on it. Yep. And he, as he described it, the circles were meant to re- re- excuse me, meant to represent player movement. Uh, oh boy! Huh? And it wasn't the big four going to all the other. It's <laughs> the fact they go from Leichhardt through Concord out to Campbelltown. Mm. So sometimes you end up with slightly uh, inadvertent results and. I'm not dismissing that as one of the uh, issues that was taken up with young Luke uh, last night at the Balmain Workers. Ah, uh, yes. Well, I will add into what you said at the beginning there, AH. I do Please not do. understand how these teams like Manly can have a home game in Brisbane. I understand it's a double While header. playing Brisbane. Yeah, I understand it's a double header, and it's probably like, you know, what is the answer to 99 out of 100 questions? Money. They're probably doing it for money. Yeah. But, I mean, we do the same thing. We have a game every year. In the last two seasons, the Bulldogs have played a game in New Zealand against New Zealand, and we're out there going, come on, get behind your Bulldogs, and everyone's wearing Warriors jerseys. I don't understand. It's a weird concept. I don't yeah. get it. Meanwhile, you know, we're allegedly on Triple M, but they don't turn the mics on. Yeah. No one. like they, They've told us that people are listening, but actually it's just, you know, yeah. a roster of actors. It's the Truman Show. Yeah, Michelle was calling from the office next door. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing She's how... She's trying ja- to sneak out right now. <laughs> it's amazing how Jamie Angel managed to make his voice sound so feminine. Yeah. She's... <laughs> She's trying to hide herself behind a pair of Keo aviators, and it's not working. The, the, the two other things that stood out at the round for me, uh, the Warriors debuted the new greatest name in rugby league, and he scored two tries. Chans Nicole Klockstad. <laughs> one more time, one more time. Chans Nicole Klockstad has scored two tries. Oh, I bought one of those from Ikea. <laughs> yeah. and, and there were a couple of forward passes. There was obviously in the earlier, the Dragons were the uh, uh, recipients of a forward pass that led to Sasaya Fecky's first yeah. try that might yeah. have yes. cost them the game. But the one that... Uh, Tom Trebojevic threw, subsequently suffering that rather unfortunate ankle injury because Ouch. why? The ball had bounced. Oh, Explain that. Stupid rule. Uh, Steve Mascor with the Triple M sideline eye characterised that pass as more forward than a poison groupie in 1988. <laughs> <laughs> that was Indigenous round as I remember it. <laughs> the forwardest pass. This is the back row with A.H. Chris and Rose. The footy finishes here. The back row yeah. on Triple M. Yeah. yeah. I love that one. With A.H. Chris and Rose, uh, we're just three footy fans talking about the footy. And what a week of footy it's been. In fact, it's been a week of uh, consequences and, and penalties, hasn't it, Chris? All in the wake of the, how I can say, just the cocaine scandal, A.H. Mm. And uh, it's been a very interesting debate about relativity. Triple M commentator Gordon Tallis has said, 
it should be financial penalties and community service, but not games because that penalises the clubs and the fans. And Agreed. Completely. I really relate to that. I, you know, losing the talent for the indiscretion. Uh, the current generation of players, Cooper Cronk, Michael Ennis, are talking about it's not to vilify people. We need to rehab as well as educate, as well as penalise. So they think the system's about right. Darius Boyd is for a comprehensive cap system. <laughs> the older players, though, oh, uh, Sterlo, who also appears on Triple M, who says, maybe I'm a cranky old man. Well, Sterlo, I think you are. Certainly. Um, the first is first strike 12 games, second strike two years. Nas- national coach Mal Meninga, who says, call me harsh, call me old-fashioned. Well, Mal, you're harsh and old-fashioned. <laughs> first strike three months, second one life. What? Oh. And is that far enough? I mean, some of the pundits are saying we should go a little bit old school, put them in stocks. <laughs> Give the public some tomatoes, maybe a public flogging or two. Mm. And I'd like to think a punishment that hasn't been drawn on in our society for a long time, but I think we need to take these offenders and send them to a place, the most God-forsaken place on earth. I think we need to send these offenders to Rugby Union. <laughs> this is The Back Row on Sydney's Triple M. This is The Back Row with AH, Chris and Rose on Triple M Sydney. Three footy fans talking footy, that's what we do, having yep. a good time. Hopefully getting some fans along the way. Nice. Rose, you just got some fan mail here in the studio. I did. We just but, got a... Uh, but over the phone. Yes, some phone fan mail. Some telephonic mail. Our good friend Rahim, uh, who's an Uber driver in Sydney, uh, just uh, politely drove uh, my partner Zoe over to the north side of Mossman uh, for Mother's Day and called in to say he drove Zoe over. She mentioned he, uh, I was on the radio and she wasn't lying. So thank you for believing her, Rahim. <laughs> That's why Uber's winning the war. What taxi driver would bother to do that? Exactly. <laughs> I agree, Chris. I thought um, perhaps he was going to say, like, you know, because, yeah, it's Mother's Day. I just <laughs> I drove. Mother's Day. So, no. <laughs> Someone calls you to just say that. No, I just, you know, like oh, I was I was driving uh, Rose's girlfriend. Um, she doesn't know how to tell him she's yeah, yeah. a new mother. <laughs> she's yeah. a mother. Yeah, she's not a mother. It's, it's innovative. That would be great. Yeah, it's, it's called softening the blow. Well, thanks for the call, well, Rahim. Yeah. I appreciate it. Speaking of blow. Oh, hello. Well, there you go. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Um, the cocaine aftermaths continue, particularly at the Sharks. The Sharks have um, they've gone into overdrive. I was about to say that they've, they've gone nuts, but I certainly wouldn't be um, suggesting on the radio that they're going overdrive. <laughs> Shucky nuts. <laughs> <laughs> this is a loose show today. <laughs> ben Barber, the barbacle son. Yes. I hope that isn't a real word. No. I've just said something horrible. So he wants to come back to Cronulla, Chris. We talked about rugby union. He played 96 minutes for Toulon, mm. earned half a million dollars for that. Crazy. Still not enough money for me to want to play the game. I don't think I've ever watched that much. And uh, he's kind of uh, put his head up above the parapet and say, oh, what's doing back here in Australia? It looks like it's a bit of a party going on here. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's mad <laughs> May and whatever. I'm back home. Uh, but the Sharks said, no, we've moved on. Sure, he won a supremacy. Yeah. <laughs> sure, he's got to try in the grand final. But Flano says we've moved on. To be fair, though, like, because uh, a lot of people, a lot of my friends were like, yeah, he got kicked out for COVID. He didn't get kicked out. He, it was, it was like a, was it like a six or 12 week? Second strike. Yeah. And so instead of just taking the penalty, he was like, I'm off. Well, yeah. he Bye. was off contract. And so he could have signed a contract. The Sharks did offer him. Yeah. And then serve out the penalty, but declined because he wanted to do the best for his family. Mm. And that's what we all do in rugby league. No, yep. he had a dummy spit. <laughs> Took now, rugby union money. And now the Sharks are all like, you know, now you're back from outer space, you know. <laughs> But it gets worse. I will survive. Wash that man right out of my hair kind of situation. But it does get worse because now they're trying to get rid of Mad Monday. Am I hearing the words I'm saying into the microphone correctly? So this is news to me. Why are they trying to get rid of Mad Monday, Chris? Well, in the Sharks' case, there's been a few unfortunate uh, incidents around photograph with uh, 
uh, waitresses maybe in various states of disrobing, et cetera, et cetera. Hasn't been a good look. I mean, Mad Monday and the Bulldogs always spells trouble in my book. What do you mean? Last year we had a cracker where the uh, dude that dressed up like The Rock, remember? The Rock retweeted him. That's right, it was at the Henson, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. we have a great oh, that's Mad right. Monday. It was at the Henson in Marrickville, yeah. which I was but, really, um, seems surprising. Oh, Sammy Perrett, that's Sammy it. Parrot. Sorry, yeah, Sammy Perrett. Thank but the, you, Lockie. But the argument is it's, it's outdated, it's not a good look for the game. I think basically clubs are looking at the security bills they're now spending <laughs> on Mad Monday and they can't justify it, so they're doing this on the back. <laughs> But the other thing that's come to light, you know, something the Sharks are really want to do in a club first, is they're in talks with the New South Wales Police and Clubs Organisation to set up a task force to get this, help combat the scourge of illegal drug use within the game and the Sutherland Shire. Wow. Talk about a shark trying to bite off a lot more than it can chew. (laughs) (laughs) It has the very catchy name of the Sutherland Shire Drug Reduction Committee, SS. Oh, the SSDRC. Oh, yeah, yeah, everyone knows yeah. the SSDRC. And the task force will target prominent community leaders, including politicians, parents groups. Uh, oh, sorry, I should reread that. The task force will also include <laughs> prominent community leaders, politicians, parent groups, local club and pub licensees, and health and welfare experts. Welfare. I'm, I'm signing up. Get me on that SSDRC quick smart. Go the Sharky Boys. Go the Sharky Boys. Go the Sharky Boys and go Triple M. Keep. When it's all said and done. When the pads are all packed up, the refs have packed away the whistles, and the parking lots are empty. One show with three obsessive fans still want to have their say. One, two, three, four. And because this is Triple M, and because we really don't give a rat, we say, why the hell not? Rugby oh. Please welcome AH, Chris and Rose. We are in for something special tonight. This is the back row. Footy from the cheap seats on Triple M. Hope you're having a great Sunday. Hope you're having a great Mother's Day. We're just three footy fans bowing our heads to the holy mother that is rugby league. I Ooh. feel like we're going to get in trouble for that one. <laughs> that was good. I liked it. I'm AH, Kaylee, Chris Gale. How are you? Uh, I'm doing reasonably well. Oh, okay, cool. Reasonably well. I haven't had a chance to see my mum face-to-face today because I'm you know, trapped here at Triple M. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they don't let us out of our cage until, nope. until the show starts. And hanging out with you guys doesn't really ease the pain. Andrew Rose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we'll talk to you about that after the show. <laughs> Andrew Rose, how are you going? Please be better. I'm good, thank you, AH. The further I get away from Thursday night's Bulldogs loss, uh, the better I am. So oh, I'm happy yeah. to be here. We'll we be talking about that game and some other games at ANZ later on. I was <laughs> at that game and I may as well not have been. I completely zoned out. Anyway, it's the worst. Um, so we'll be talking about that uh, and some other stuff. I've put my notes away. Yeah, we also cool. want to hear some Mumby League stories. <laughs> <laughs> you love that. That's your favourite pun Trademark. for weeks. <laughs> Trademark it now. Trademark it. Um, Rugby League fan, uh, have you got any good stories about your mum and rugby league? We want to hear from rugby league mums as well. Call mm. in, tell us a, a heartwarming story or a bad one. Anything, yeah. anything will do. One triple three five three. On Triple M, this is the back row. Sure is, and it's that time again for our favourite segment. Now on Triple M's back row. Just the tip. Whoa! Just the tip. Oh, jeez, just the tip. Just the tip. Bobbity boo, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no. We're back. <laughs> Tippy tippy yo, tippy yeah, tippy yay. Oh god! Word to your Mother's Day, ladies and gentlemen. It's just the tip. It's getting better every week. Okay, oh, Thursday god. night. <laughs> stop it. Thursday night at Southern Cross State uh, Group Stadium. We have the Sharky Boys versus the Cowie Boys. Go Sharky Boys! Yes, I'm with you. Ah, go the Sharky Boys. 
because it'll be the first chance you can sign up with the Sutherland Shire Drug Reduction Committee. Yes. And, and unfortunately, they've had to dump thousands of aviator sunglasses they bought as a promotional sponsorship tour, but it doesn't work anymore. Uh, they'll be good enough to beat the Cowboys. Yeah. Go the Sharky Boys. Sharky Boys. Friday night at, uh, uh, am I reading this right? FMG Stadium in Waikato. It is the Warriors versus the Dragons. AH, we'll start with you. It's obvious. Well, of course, I have to go for the Dragons because uh, Chris and I follow a rule of honour mm-hmm. where we go for our own teams. I'm not sure that I necessarily would this round. Um, although, I mean, we did play very well uh, without Widdop on the weekend against yeah. the Sharks, and they're always tough games. And also, there was a massive forward pass. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, actually, forget all the blathering I just did. Yeah, go the Dragons on every count. Chris? <laughs> it's it's tough for the Dragons right now. They're, they're whittopless. They're doogsless. Yeah. The Warriors, uh, who I enjoyed watching win until I worked out it was the Panthers, I think will get the chocolates at FMG. What is it? Fast-moving consumer goods stadium? Over in <laughs> Auckland? I don't know. Waikato. No, they're, they're on the road. They're in Waikato. Yeah, they're Waikato. Doesn't change my tip. Warriors. Uh, Warriors. Big call. Uh, for other, as well, on Friday night, at, back at Suncorp Stadium, it's the Broncos versus the Tigers. I'm picking the Broncos here to thump the Tigers into oblivion. <laughs> you would? I don't. Uh, Michelle, go the Tigers. Oh, nice throwback. I'm really sorry, Chris. Go the Broncos. Don't I, be sorry. I risked it on the Tigers this week. I was like, yeah, I'll go for that. That could be an upset. Yep. Every other game was an upset. Nope. Except that one. <laughs> yes, I, I, I think that's a good call. I hate the Broncos should win there. Saturday at Seabus Super Stadium. It's the Titans versus the Manly Boys. Go the Titans. Oh, you're back in the Titans. I'm back, I'm back on the Titans. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Sounds interesting. Um, a couple more knocks again, the Gold Coast. And Hayne, the good news is just nerve damage. Yeah, he's in for the game. So yeah. he'll be playing. And look, I think the Titans are the real deal. Ash Taylor, Matthew Johns has described him as potentially in the class of Thurston. Wow. And his brother Joey. And, of course, Cooper Cronk, the boring rational one, goes, I think you're talking a bit too quickly, jo- uh, Matty. But, uh, yeah, go the uh, Such Titans. a Sydney thing to say there, Cronk. Uh, the third game, uh, the other, the second game, sorry, on Saturday night at ANZ Stadium, it's the two teams that just struggled today, the Eels versus the Raiders. I mean, did the Raiders struggle? It wasn't such a low-scoring game. It's just that they lost to the Knights. So, yeah, yeah I guess But the, Knight, the Knights are playing really well. Anyway, I'm going for the Raiders. Yep, fair enough. I hung really tough on Penrith having to win. And at halftime last week, or this week, they were out. Their season was gone, but they got back. I think I have to hang tough on the Raiders, who have to win to be legitimate, even though they're just one game out of the eight, which seems crazy, <clears> given how bad they've been going. I think they'll be uh, way too good for the hapless Eels. I'm with you, Chris. I like that theory. The Raiders have got to come off a loss there. It was, it was a tough game against the Knights, and they're going to come back firing. The Eels showed me nothing today, so I think the Raiders are going to get up there too. Sunday, uh, we have a triple header, if I'm reading this correctly. Uh, McDonald Jones Stadium, the Knights v. the Panthers. Get this. The Panthers are now purring. Oh, you're going to back the Panthers? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm back in the Knights, baby. Ah, This is a really tough one for me. I am tempted to back the Knights, but I'm going to put my faith in the Panthers again. I think they need a win. Uh, Sunday as well, ANZ Stadium, the beloved Bulldogs against the dangerous Roosters right now. I'm really sorry, Rose. I'm going the Roosters. How dare you? Actually, you you probably are as well, aren't you? Yes, I am. You're not a man of honour. Is that right? I just, I can't get over it. I can't even bear to look at you, mate. You What? Seriously. What what is the problem with me tipping against my own team? I am tipping the Roosters looking at the roof. Not only are they... Which needs a bit of work, by the way. Not only are they... We get maintenance up here? (laughs) Go on. Not only are they your team... You work for them, and yes. you just constantly tip against them. Yeah, so what? I don't understand. You guys don't understand the beauty of having a game where no matter what happens, it's a good result. 
If I tip against my team and we win, the doggies have won. If I if the other team win, I've got a tip correct. All right, and the final game, <laughs> Rabbitohs v Storm. Uh, NIB Stadium, the Rabbies versus the Stormos. Yeah, the Storms. The Storms? I'm going to go the Storms as well. They're going to be angry after that game. <sighs> oh, okay. Is that a Storm? Great Storm no, that's there. Just, that's, that's a bit of indigestion. Indigestion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I'm going Storm as well. You know what? We're just going to take a moment to compose ourselves uh, and hopefully we'll... Whatever. You're listening to The Back Row on Sydney's Triple M. The footy finishes here. The Back Row on Triple M. Age, Chris and Rose. It's yeah. Mother's Day. We're interested in hearing your mumby league stories. <laughs> Still loving that. Rugby league mum stories. Are you a rugby league mum? Do you got a rugby league mum? Do you, is your mum not that into rugby league, but there's something cool that somehow is relevant to the show? <laughs> One, triple, three, five, three. Uh, is there anything better than mums and rugby league? I mean, they're probably the two best things in the world, I aren't they? so, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of not rugby league. <laughs> Speaking of things that aren't great in the world. Yeah, yeah. We've got to bring a bit, of, go. bit of dark into this conversation. This segment. Um, Andrew Rose. Yes. So I saw a friend of mine uh, who is a fan of one of those other sports posted a petition um, on Facebook this week that I thought was just the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> but you don't think it's the dumbest thing you've ever seen. What is it? No, I don't think it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. So we're going to jump across into AFL, if we can, for a little bit. I AFL? Know. Never heard of uh, it. Yeah. You've got... A limited amount of time. Okay, I'll be quick. And uh, the Sydney Swans, which is uh, our beloved team here in Sydney, there was a petition, uh, I think this week or the week before, uh, that they want to get Sweet Caroline taken out of the second quarter. Here we go. Oh, thank you, Lockie. Wait, you're not Felix. Uh, (laughs) So, oh, there it is. This is what they play. At second quarter time at the Swans games. Yeah, it's I, a banger. You, you think it's a banger? You like it, right? It's a good crowd song. Right. It gets people going. Okay, well, I'm already going by how energetic the beginning of this song is. The argument they have is that it doesn't really tie to the Swans and it's not really intense enough for AFL. Now, being someone who works in music for the Bulldogs, you want, you want music that's going to energise not just the fans... But the players and you're getting really distracted, aren't you? No, I'm up. trying to ignore Chris. Okay, look, no one likes no one likes this song. Okay, and I don't I don't think it's a good song. I don't think the Swans should have this song playing. Sweet Caroline, I just I just don't think it's a good song for for second quarter time. It's just. To believe they never could. But now I'm. Here's my counterpoint. (laughs) Shut up, Rose. (laughs) (laughs) I give it to IH. Yay! Debating champion. (laughs) Keep listening to more quality content like that on Triple M Sydney. We'll be back. On Triple M. This is the back row. With AH, Chris and Rose. Look, we were talking just before about how some nuisance Sydney Swans fans, as if there's another kind, uh, have made a petition calling for an end to Neil Diamond's Sweet Caroline being played at home games. Now, Rose, you, an idiot, agreed with this. (laughs) Uh, I think there could be better songs. Well... While you were out in the bathroom during that song, we got a call on one three triple five three. Edward, go at him. Go hard. No, how can you work for a radio station like Triple M that plays some of the most classic songs in all of rock history and not want that song played at a game? That is crowd involvement to its maximum potential. Yes. Damn straight. 
Well, look, it's and a... And you're a ground DJ. It's a very simple response to that. The idea of Sweet Caroline was stolen from baseball and shoved into the game oh, to entertain so people. It, they just baseball appropriation. They picked a saying? song that people could sing along that has no connection to Australia, the team. What about Icy Red, Split Ends, uh, Red Red Wine? Things that maybe link towards the team. How about an Aussie anthem? Promoting well, Never tear us apart in excess. Just because Ed- you can sing along to it doesn't make it good. Edward, you actually had a suggestion, didn't you, for a, a song to sing along? Yeah, well, I know if they asked me if I was ever going to see your face again, I know what my response would be. Yeah, hey! Go the Angels. Hey! Go the Angels. Good on you, Edward. Hey, good on you, Edward. This is the back row on Sydney's Triple M. For the fans, for the players, for the love of league. Oh, you've got to love your rugby league. Sometimes a little bit too much love. Is there another game they play in Australia? The back row on Triple M. And there isn't another game that they play in Australia. And this week, we all went to see uh, our own clubs. So I go for the St. George Laura Dragons. Chris Gale, you go for the West Tigers. Andrew Rose, you both go for and work for the uh, Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs. So we all went to see our own clubs and they were all quite dispiriting nights and not just because they all lost. In fact, I went to two games this week, mm-hmm. um, Dragons game and the Bulldogs game, and I remember almost nothing about it. <laughs> it's better that way. <laughs> We're talk- donut for three. Let's talk about ANZ, shall we? Uh, and then well, I'll get to Cogger right after that. Uh, my perspective of ANZ is from a work perspective. I like working games at ANZ because it's very schnazzy. All the technology works very well and it's very seamless. But there is a cavernous vibe about ANZ. When it's empty, it's really empty. Oh boy, is it empty. It's really empty. It's it's hard to uh, make that look appealing. But uh, man, in the winter, on a Thursday night in the freezing cold, why would you go out there mm. to watch a game when you can just sit on your couch and gamble yeah. responsibly? And I was wondering that when I went there for that uh, Bulldogs-Cowboys game. I have no idea how it sounded on the radio. I have no idea how it looked on TV. There... I just tuned out mm. um, because really the only benefit being at a game has over watching it on TV where where you get to see everything is the atmosphere and the vibe and getting to cheer along and it's very exciting. And it, it just kind of felt like I was watching like a, a nighttime training match. Yeah. I, I just, I completely, I was talking to my friend uh, Courtney and we were just chatting and then people around us sort of started half-heartedly counting down from 10 and the siren went and we were like, oh, the game finished? Yeah. In the Dogs game, the Triple M commentary team were doing their darndest to talk the game up, but I think they cut to Wendell Saylor and he'd actually dozed off. <laughs> he completely zoned out. That's how tough it was. Look, they got 20,000 people collectively for those two games and mm. I hate to give props up north, but the vision of the Storms and the vision of Manly to take their home games to Suncor for that doubleheader last vision. night. 45,000 people. Sydney teams have got to think laterally. Why wouldn't they have put Sharks, Dragons on the Thursday and get people a chance to get there and put the two ANZ yeah. games as a doubleheader? Yeah. Probably oh. would have got the crowd a little bit up, but I think we need to think more laterally. We need more content. Eurovision's on right now. Yes. Ah. Why couldn't you do the preliminaries of Eurovision in and around a rugby league doubleheader? Oh, that's Global good. audience, grow the game. Yeah. Todd Greenberg, get going now. Oh. <laughs> that's not <laughs> bad. So you're saying like a, uh, you could start with Conchita Worst doing rise like a phoenix and then bang, kick off straight into it. First like, penalty. Danny Im. Next act tremendous. comes in. Yeah, there you Isaiah, go. And you're saying his name's not Firebrace. It's like Fabracci or something. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I've been calling you Firebrace. <laughs> Fabracci. I mean, Seriously. <laughs> I mean, these are opportunities, and there I was, 
freezing my butt off with producer Pat and Bronco Reg having to listen to Pat go on about the rabbits and the tigers gave me nothing. Bye, Michelle. Happy Mother's Day. I'll tell you what, if there's one thing more boring than a boring game of rugby league at ANZ, it's counting the votes for Eurovision. So that'll keep make the game even more interesting. Well, can I tell you something that was quite boring for me? Go on, well, please. no, it wasn't boring. But um, so I had a really, like, infuriating time at Cogra, and not just because of that um, bloody forward pass that made um, the Dragons lose against the Sharky Boys. Yeah. I think I probably saw about two minutes of that game because I was just trapped in queues the whole time. It's anarchy out there. Get some signage. Get some witches' hats. Sort <laughs> sort your shit out. Um, not even queues that I had willingly joined. Like I was just sort of standing there, and suddenly I'm like, "Oh, there's a queue around me. Guess I'm guess I'm going over here." Uh, <laughs> Are you talking about the queues to get into Sizzler? Because that's closed now, right across the road. <laughs> How's the DJing out there? How does it compare? You know, okay. you've been to the two grounds. What, who gets the uh, the money there? Oh, look, I was too busy trying to get out of the queue. I can't remember yeah, anything from there. What but she's I trying to say is me. Not just because I'm your friend, Rose. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm not your friend but you do, not even close you do bring like an amazing sort of like in joke situation to it. you are the best thanks mate after Stephen Ferris this thanks, is mate. the back row on Sydney's Triple M <laughs> on Triple M this is the back row <sighs> can Sally wait apparently not <laughs> something that we can't wait for but we did Rose uh, in our tipping comp just before the back row tipping comp just the tip yeah. you forgot to update us on the uh, on the scores where we're sitting now I as someone who two weeks ago was quite far ahead mm. yes last week was tied second I don't really care about hearing the scores. <laughs> well, I don't frankly. blame you, AH. Yeah. You did have the worst tipping week of the three of us again. God and damn it. it's just because my intros to just the tip are so good these days, so I forget to tell the scores. You're getting carried away. So let's do the scores. In third place, a real fall from Grace, AH <gasps> Kaylee, on 50 points in third place. In second place, one point ahead on 51 points. It's Chris Gale. I am taking that. And on first place, it is yours truly ahead by two points on 53 points. The race train will not stop. I'm going all the way, AH. Don't look at me like that. I'm going to win this tipping comp. Mothers all around Sydney now can <laughs> sleep relaxed knowing that they've been updated on just the tip. Thanks for that, Rose. I was doing so well. I was doing so well. Bloody rep round um, is what rooted me. and Because I would have been fine were it not for... Um, you know, the, the, the round of upsets we just had. I still yeah. would have been okay. Bloody rep. Get rid of rep round. But, you know, I had a great rep round, so <laughs> speak for yourself. Good. Well, something else really great happened to There's you There's a few leagues around Sydney you want to get rid of rep round as well. <laughs> yeah. you know, for reasons that have become very obvious. Yes. Rack round. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but also there was something else fantastic that happened to you last week, so I can understand why you might have forgotten to pull out just the tip. You, during the show, kept um, uh, referring to, you know, the, the other sport that was playing, which was the A-League Grand Final. Yes. And you had a, a pretty good uh, good time at the end there when they won. Sorry, spoiler alert, they won. Oh. Sydney won. <laughs> For those who have taped the game. <laughs> <laughs> People do get busy, you know. Yeah, yeah. sure. I'm yeah. still looking forward to seeing what happened in Cowboys Brisbane in 2015. <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched it. It's going to be a real nail biter. Is it a good game? Um, but of course, it was. It was quite. It was. It was a sight. It was a vision seeing you in here. We just got off air, and the game was in sort of its final moments. And I had to pull my phone out. Um, mm. You, you, you've seen this this footage, didn't you? That I took of you. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, what, we've got why? the bloody audio. Oh, no. Best season in A-League history. What do you got, boys? 
Sydney is sky blue. Let's go, baby. Go home, victory. Congratulations, Woo! Angel. I my ankle so bad. Oh. <laughs> Oh, this is going to hurt really bad in the morning. <laughs> well, I forgot that the I snorted like a pig part was on there. <laughs> this, is, this is why we've got him on beta blockers during the show, but in that particular instance, they didn't really work, did they? I should give some context. The reason my ankle hurts so bad is because earlier in the penalty shootout, when, when, uh, when Melbourne missed and we saved the penalty goal, I did this like 180 hooray jump thing. Oh, yeah. And I landed and my ankle went sideways, like sideways. <laughs> why was all- also recording that, but from outside the studio. So it's just it's just a video of me like going, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just sort of chuckling, and then you finally go, go yeah, oh, and just, and just <laughs> sack of potatoes. Like I went down, you were down fast, and I will say this is the first time I've watched one of my beloved teams play in a grand final in a radio studio. It really is like a glass case of emotion in here when you're watching grand final. But I will say our boys on the a boy on the one and twos uh, right now, Lockie, who's filling in for our young DJ Felix, uh, did make a bet with me on the game, and he still owed me twenty bucks. Buddy. And we doubled up afterwards. We, so I remember we did that. double up twenty bucks. It's going to pay for my meal tomorrow. Well, bet responsibly. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know, Lockie, do you want to like sponsor our show? We need sponsors, and it seems like you're a betting agency yeah, go now. On. So. <laughs> He's got nothing. All right, we'll be back uh, up next with our final segment. We're nearly done. Stick around for Back Rower of the Week on Triple M. Serving some sweet licks on your... <laughs> <laughs> the boss. <laughs> Come on, you're the boss, I was like guitar licks, but I was going to make a joke about how, like, we're doing that, and I can't say guitar, and everyone will know what I mean if I say sweet licks. I don't think anyone's ever described the boss as serving up some licks, but <laughs> I think that's pretty good. But I would like to. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, that's well, why I call him the boss. <laughs> Could they get Tom Morello? Tom Morello came in and played a bit of guitar with him last tour. Yeah, that's he pretty did. good. That was rock yeah, Are we yeah. still talking euphemism? He knows it. Ghost knows of Tom John. I'm talking literal. I'm talking rock and roll. Morello loves this a good lick. <laughs> we get back to the. You'd probably call your first child Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, yeah, you? I would. Yeah, yeah. No, just yeah. rat him. Yeah, rat him. That'll work. Ratty, ratty, ratty Rose. go to your room. <laughs> Bleep you! I don't care. Yeah, Suck it, Melvin. No, I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> go this on. This is the back row on Sydney's Triple M with Ah, Chris, and Rose, and thankfully we're nearly done. Yes. But it's time for our final segment, back rower of the week. This is when we sort of venerate someone up into our. Um, uh, into our ideal team, someone or something who we think has done good this week. My nomination, I'm going to go first, my nomination for back row of the week this week is the Facebook Grateful React. I don't know if this is the wrong demographic for it. Uh, maybe. <laughs> what is it? You know, you got like... Is that one of those emoji things? Yeah, it's an emoji. You know when you, you click and it gives you the option of like, like, and then you can do ah, love, okay. happy, sad, all that. Yeah. Three days out of every year. Three days out of every year, they give us that that little purple flower for Mother's Day that says grateful, and I look forward to that like ah. nothing else because is, I go bloody mental with it. All right. Is that because around the world, Mother's Day is celebrated on three separate days? No, no. They give you – so uh, around the world, depending on when yours is – so when I say three separate days, I mean for us in Australia, three separate days. Um, right. Sorry. So, oh God. Yeah, I'm getting you. I'm with you. We, I'm with you. Mother's Day is on – Sunday, it's we, right now. we get it on like it's. <laughs> You're in Mother's Day. We get it on the front. Well, you know what? So you, do you want a social media internet thing on your football team? 
<laughs> that would be I correct, isn't it? I have so many... Re- oh, no, man. I like this. I like this. I tell this. you what, on our odd station, FBI Radio in Sydney, that joke would have... Hell. So, We're not on, We're so not let me on get that this station. Straight. Your oh, back row of the week is, is a purple flower emoji on Facebook? That's great. That's, I, 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 I pay that. Why not? I think Suck that's good. I'm still oh, waiting no. for the... No, no, you, you I'm didn't not say that. To, I'm not allowed to codes, say that on the radio codes. anymore. No, it's not codes. It's just I'm not... The grill team can dumb. say it. I am not allowed to say suck me dumb off truck. on the radio anymore. You said it twice. Andrew but Rose. Dumb. Maybe on Mother's Day. Can I do my back row of the week? Please, save us, Chris Gale. I'm just going to walk in the corner. To get a sense of... <laughs> appropriateness back into the room. Oh it's Indigenous round, so of course I'd love to see uh, the only Australian left in the NBA playoffs right now. Wow. And a great Indigenous Australian, Paddy Mills, into my yeah. back row. Nice. Yeah. Uh, he In the uh, injury to Tony Parker for the San Antonio Spurs, he took on his first starting role in Games 5 and Game 6 against the Houston Rockets and averaged 17 points a game and catapulted them into the Western Conference Finals against the Golden State Warriors. Props to Paddy. My other back row of the week, of course, is Vitaly Sadouyuk, who is the Ukrainian who ran on stage during the Ukrainian <laughs> song in the Eurovision, draped in an Australian flag. <laughs> and I give my props to Vitaly because it said, it's that moment it said to me, you know what, we can put on Eurovision with the doubleheader involving the Tigers and the Bulldogs <laughs> yeah, yeah. at ANZ Stadium. Vitaly, you're my other back rower of the week. Andrew Rose, who's your back rower of the week? Well, you know, I'm going home now currently to watch the replay of Eurovision. So no spoilers, please. I wanted to put it whoever won Eurovision in as my back row of the week. But because I haven't watched it yet, I don't really know who's... who's... So this is the second week in a row where you've gone, whoever the winner is, I'm going to put them yeah. in. But I don't... Do you think maybe you'll um, injure your ankle watching Eurovision as well. <clears throat> Maybe. I will get a little excited when it gets down to the crunch of the votes. Crunch but um, I was going to vote for the little purple flower on the Facebook oh. reactions, but yeah. you'd already done it. So yeah. I actually don't know who won. You but stole I, my idea. But based on the preliminaries, I think Iceland is unbackable. Look, they would be my lock of the week. Iceland is unbackable. Yeah. Well, look, yeah. I, I, I want to do the obvious and say my back row of the week has to be Margaret Rose, my mother. Oh, there you go. Lawyer Aww. for life, That's mother beautiful. of two. And oh, the most... my God. I chose a Facebook button and I didn't choose my mum. <laughs> oh, my God. Happy was, Mother's Day, Mum. I'll never forget about you, shush. I'm talking about Mum. <laughs> Eileen, Marion, Fennel, I love you. <laughs> no, I'm good. Happy Mother's Day, Mum. The most important thing you ever did was let me do what I want. And now I'm here with these two buffheads talking on radio. It's great. The worst thing you ever did was give. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Margaret has a lot to answer for. This has thankfully been the back row of Sydney's Triple M. Would you give me a second? <laughs> She's all I'm, I'm worried that, you know, you've been so flustered by the emoji. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> My final thought this is a flower emoji. back row on Sydney's Triple M. Chris Gale, final thought. Oh, I, I, my first final thought is I apologise, AH. I got it wrong. Yeah. Secondly, based on everything that's been happening here, hi, Mum, I love you too. <laughs> but finally, I saw Alien Covenant last night, and apparently Ooh. in less than 100 years we'll be colonising other planets and far-off universes. If that's the technological pace we're on, surely it's time to get a GPS into these footballs to stop these forward passes. I'm going to keep arguing for this campaign. GPSs in rugby league footballers will all be a lot better off. Happy Mother's Day, Michelle. Go the Tigers. Andrew Rose, final thoughts? Well, you look, you know, we are going to be colonising the world in 100 years, but we'll still be stepping off of playing without any headset on so you can just get taken over by spores in the air. That's the one thing in the trailer that made me really angry about that movie. Sorry, it's a, it's a movie reference. Uh, happy Mother's Day, Mum. <laughs> Purple flower emoji. That's been the show. I'm A.H. Haley. Andrew Rose, suck me off.